everybody. This is Brian Mahoney, the CEO of Trend Research and the president of the OTT Executive Community. Uh, we're continuing in our conversation as part of this podcast series to interview leaders in the industry and get to know a little bit about them and a little bit from them. Today, we're joined by Jason Cohen. Jason, welcome. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And your title and your business? Sure. So uh, Jason Cohen, CEO of My Bundle. Okay. Um, and what is My Bundle and a what is my bundle? So my bundle is the streaming aggregator for the broadband industry. Okay. We, yeah, we'll get into it a little bit, but that's uh, what we're doing is we're helping broadband providers, consumers, and streaming services uh, all simplify this complicated new world of streaming. And it is complicated, that's yeah. for sure. Yes. So before we get to the present day, take us a little bit back in your career, kind of how you got to this present moment. Sure. So a little bit of a different background than a lot of people here. So I actually was what I call the pretend world. I was in finance uh, mm-hmm. up in New York. Okay. Oh, that's not like college finance. My, my son's a finance guy. You know? like, I, I loved it, but <laughs> very different. And I'll explain what I mean, but I was a hedge fund portfolio manager uh, investing in media and telecom stocks, public equities. And in the I say almost 10 years ago, right, started to put together the thesis of what was going to happen in traditional TV. And it wasn't looking good from our seat. And so we put together a thesis, what is streaming and traditional TV? How does that affect broadband providers, the opportunity for overbuilders and competition? And I was sitting at my desk. We were investing on this thesis and you roll forward into 2017, 2018, and it was happening, right? Everything we thought was happening was happening. And then 2018, I'd sit at my desk listening to earnings calls saying, why aren't there companies out there simplifying this? Because this is going to get, this is complicated. It's going to get even more complicated. Where's the price lines? Where's the bookings? Where's the kayak for streaming? No kidding. And after about a year of saying that, I kind of said, F it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. let's do it, right? Let's go and do it. And so we started my bundle at the end of 2019, Mm -hmm. uh, early 2020. And it's been been a great ride and some additions to the business as we've come along. And frankly, the more exciting part is what comes next. So before we get there, what was going through your mind at that time? You hadn't been in the industry. You understood the challenge, I think, rightly so, and you threw yourself into it. Like, were you a little nervous about that? No, you know what? It's uh, it was you know very happy. I was very happy in the old world, so I wasn't looking to leave the finance world. But I, there was just something I invested in airlines and home builders and oil and gas companies. Also, I never wanted to do any of that. This was like I thought I had a unique vision, view, not a vision, a unique view of broadband streaming from thirty thousand feet up. Uh, yeah, never operated anything before. So that was a little like interesting. Like, how is this going to work? What's this going to do? I actually started the company with my brother who has okay. been building websites and web development for his career. So he knew the digital world. Already. So he, he yeah. knew the tech stuff. Yeah. Okay. I'm, uh, you know, I was not anything more than your average 34 year old in terms of tech savviness. Uh, but he did. And so coming together, he didn't know anything about media or broadband or anything. So we've been, it's been fantastic working with and, my in brother. In a way that kind of helps you because getting into this a little bit, but like the My Bundle story is about making it easier for the consumer to make choices, right? Yeah, so, so you almost had to be like take that view, not like the 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 outside in, right? You know? So I think I think the way we look at it is it's it's about the consumer. Yeah. But it's not burn the house down to help okay. the consumer. Right. We also view streaming services and broadband providers as stakeholders. Again, okay. our view is that this is not a one versus the other versus the other. Uh, there's actually, you know, there are some losers in the ecosystem as this transition obviously happens. Um, business models are less profitable than they otherwise were in the old world. But this isn't consumer or streaming service or consumer or broadband provider. Everything we do is about creating win-win-wins. 
And the view when we started my bundle and what we believe still very much true is today, if we can add value to the lives of consumers, our broadband partners, and our streaming services, there will be leftover value for us. Okay. We come last, but there is leftover value. So there. it's not us versus them. It's kind of like, you're going to do, I think kayak is a great example, right? You're going you're gonna to take some of those uh, bottlenecks out, the complexity out and make it you know, more streamlined, right? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Listen, I would say the set-top box manufacturers might not like me, right? Um, I get that, right? Like that's, we think that's going away, okay. right? But uh, they think that too. Right. And so they're not the manufacturers. Their customers are going to connect to TV. So exactly. So yeah. that's what's changed over the last three years. When you think back to my bundle, when we started, the idea was to be a direct-to-consumer offering. You go to my bundle, we help you cut the cord. What channels do you want? Where do you live? Yeah. Tell us about yourself. You should get this service. You should get about li- around live TV. It's called our Find My Bundle tool. So it's a tool to help you shave the cord. Um, since then, we've added a whole bunch more about the marketplace. We get into TV shows and movies, and you can build a watch list and keep track of your shows and movies, all that stuff. But two or three months after launching, we actually had a cable provider come to us and say, hey, we saw your tools. We would love to use them. And we're like, well, that's interesting, right? Because we always thought, hey, we'll help you cut the cord. When you're cutting the video from Comcast, you're probably also in the market for a new internet provider. Why not? We could generate leads for internet sure, providers. Right. This flipped it around a little bit and, and what it's become, we're up to, we started with one. We're up to now 168 oh, cable providers. Yeah, we're yeah. using our tools. And what we do is all the tools that we build, we co-brand them for yeah. our broadband partners. And so now they can offer our solutions to their customers. And I use the word co-branding because it's not a generic white label. Mm-hmm. Many times it's, hey, we know streaming is complicated. So we've partnered with my bundle to help you figure it out. So what exactly is my bundle? Like, what is it? What is it? That- so the first, okay. the first two, yeah. So the first tool is the find my bundle tool, which yep. is answer some questions. Tell us what channels you want. We will say you should get YouTube TV and you should get Slim Blue with the news package and you should get Friendly and Hulu and whatever. How do I cut the cord? Mm-hmm from traditional video and still get the live TV channels I want. Okay. Smaller bundles save money. So it's a recommendation. A recommend, it's exactly what okay. it is. But you so still have to do the work to then sign up, right? So great question. Um, so when you get to the end, we say you should get Hulu Live. Click the button, go to Hulu, sign up for Hulu. Part of what we're building right now and we've integrated with Sling is if we say Sling is the best solution for you, and you click the Sling button, we don't send you to Sling. You actually can buy Sling directly from my bundle. Oh, interesting. And that is what the reason why we came, that was always the view from day one is where is streaming heading? Aggregation. So we become a super aggregator, really. That is what we're, yeah. right? And the software, like, right? We're device agnostic. You buy and manage your streaming services through us. We help you find TV shows and movies across your streaming services. But really the phone is that central kind of command center, if you will. Okay. It's a software layer as opposed to where do I consume it? So we think consumption, the TV guys do a great job of consumption mm-hmm. um, and they're doing a better job of discovery, but we very strongly believe um, that we're nowhere near as a, as a ecosystem, like how we started. Right. This is this, we've, Everyone's got a smart TV or a device, but everyone still has those same complaints. Mm-hmm. And so by building new tools and new technology that yeah. again, the broadband providers act as sort of our distribution, we are able to now bring this in. So I'll give you one quick example of something called Streaming Choice. Yes. Streaming Choice, we built a virtual credit card platform that sits on top of our marketplace and on top of our TV show and movie guide. 
And so now with the streaming choice program, our broadband providers can give away services or streaming credits or sell credits. And now the customer, the consumer actually has a way to now go buy and bundle their streaming services even before we get all the integrations done. Okay. But that is where we're heading is getting integrations with all the streaming services yep. so that we can just make the experience, we can solve problems. How do we solve problems and make that consumer experience as frictionless as possible yep. is really the goal. So let me tell you a challenge just in my household. You can tell me if you're already addressing this or if this is an opportunity. So we have Comcast in our house and we have every app, right? So there's always a challenge between do we launch the app on the connected TV? Do we use the voice remote for our Comcast? When we do do that, it'll show us what's on Peacock. It'll show us what's on Comcast. It'll show us what's on demand. And then it sort of sometimes suggests these other apps. I never really know if that's a comprehensive list of options for me. I don't know. And there's still always that challenge where suddenly I'm watching something that I get for free on Prime. Right. And it didn't know it. Right. Can you guys fix that problem? Yeah. Well, so yes, yes, with your phone. Okay. Today. So what does that mean? That means that right now you could today go to mybundle.tv okay. even without our broadband provider. So we have our broadband business and our direct to consumer site. Yep. You can go to my bundle, create a free profile, tell us what apps you have. You don't have to buy anything from us, right? You tell us what apps you have. And now we're now showing you all the shows and movies on those apps in our you can search by category, by genre. That's what I saw. I call browse. So I make a distinction between search and browse. Okay. Searching is, I know what I want to watch. Where can I find yeah, it? Give it to me. Browsing is like, I'm not sure what I want to watch. Okay. So we, yeah. I believe that the TVs have done a good job on search. Um, you use a, use an example where maybe there's, maybe not because there's conflicts. and well, Maybe you're a partner. Maybe, maybe there's technology that you can help. You there's, know? there's definitely, so, so I think browsing, I think the TV will never, is going to be, the TV will never be as good of a place to browse. So that's what you think your, your phone. phone is. Okay. And whether it's your phone while you're sitting on the couch or right now, like if I said to you, have you watched Citadel? Yeah. Right. And you might say, have you watched Citadel? No. No. And you say like, I'm like, hey, you should watch Citadel. And we're, you say, okay, well, what service is on? I'd say it's on Prime, right? You have to remember the name of the show. You have to remember the name of the service. Like you're not in front of your TV when you're talking about TV. Yeah. 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 So the idea is, again, this experience that we are still built, like we have it today mm -hmm. and we're constantly iterating on it. That's where we think there's a massive opportunity to help the consumer say like, oh, you know what? Take out your phone, you search the Citadel, edit your watches, done. And, and now, now you get into that's that discovery. And then going back to just adding to the third stakeholder that we didn't really talk about is the streaming service, right? Streaming services today, it's not 2019 anymore. It's not 2020 where we're all stuck at home and everyone's, oh, how many streaming services can I get? And profitability matters and churn matters and SAT cost matters. And so we've built the platform is also about helping the streaming services, not just sign up customers that I don't care, we want to be, we're partners. Like we don't want to just sign you up for Paramount Plus. We want to say, hey, you sign up for Paramount Plus. We're going to help you find shows and movies so on Paramount Plus. keep that relationship Plus. going. Right. And right. so, because if you have five streaming services and you never go to Paramount Plus, let's say that's your fourth service that you went like, what should I watch? You go to Netflix, you go to Amazon, then you get bored and you take out a book, right? Because it's too hard to find something. So if you don't go to the Paramount Plus app, Paramount Plus doesn't give you a chance, doesn't, doesn't get a chance to say, hey, you watch... You watch 1923, you should right. watch 1883. You so watch you can provide that chance, even if they're not familiar with the parents. And so that's where I, and then I think we get into some yeah. really exciting stuff where 
it's not like Netflix is going to recommend the show on Netflix and Hulu is going to recommend the show on Hulu. Netflix is never going to tell you what you like on Paramount Plus. But when you aggregate this, again, we're not looking to cut out the streaming service. This is like you're going, you're watching it on Paramount Plus, you're watching it on Netflix, you're watching. But the idea of discovery and recommendations, we think it's the second or third inning of this. And okay. you know when it's going to be solved? When you, we, we ask 80 people, everybody who walks by, hey, are you comfortable with the streaming ecosystem? 95% are going to say no. Right. And these are the people in the business. Right. It's true. Um, it's true. And so we think that there's just still a massive opportunity okay. to continue to solve content discovery, subscription management mm-hmm. for consumers for broadband providers and for streaming services. So you're kind of an accelerant on the entire value chain. That's the consumer for, okay. That's a we are, we are, we think like WD-40, yeah, right? So we are looking to eliminate friction so tell me about social There's an opportunity to integrate social networks in terms of suggestions on the content you mentioned you track people's uh, playlist uh, you know watch list right of what they right. so of what know, they tell us i share things. that with another great question okay. so we actually have a tool called binge list so what binge list is is you go in tell us what apps you have you pick the genre that you're interested in so it's a content discovery like yeah. what should i watch next yeah you pick your pick your apps. If they're saved in your profile, they're already there. You pick your I want action and comedy. We then surface some of the top action and comedy shows across your apps. You can now add it to your list. So you add it to your list. And what we thought is take an interesting spin is not so much you then tell people, hey, you guys should watch this. This binge list is about building a binge list. Yeah. And now you can press the button, Facebook, Twitter, yeah, cool. so like text message. Yeah, but what it is, it's a sharing, it's a voting mechanism. So what you're basically saying is like, hey, these shows look interesting to me. You put it into your network and you say, what should I watch next? And so you let the people who know you, oh, I love thumbs that. up, thumbs yeah. down, and they can also recommend the show back to you. So yeah. they can actually type in, hey, can they comment too. Like you're not going to like that for the following reasons. Well, uh, right now you could thumbs down. That's a it. future. You're future, here. You future I get a ten percent commission. Future enhancement. No, <laughs> but you could thumbs up, thumbs down, or recommend and recommend okay. shows back. And the idea is what makes this great. I think is so. Then it saves into yeah. your profile, so you don't have to. And that people vote, and you could go back and say, hey, what are people voting on? Okay. And then you could go and you're actually deep links, and you could go on your phone or your. And so there's again a lot of cool components on it. We think there's a big opportunity in social. Again, a little bit different. Is it like, do people, people are saying, hey, have you watched this? Or is it, hey, what have you watched recently? Those are different problems right. to they solve. Are, they're different. Slightly nuanced. Nuanced. Yeah. But it also is like, what is that mechanism? Yeah. That is very much what we think there's a massive opportunity. For so else to you're leading to the big question that's transforming a lot of industries, no different in streaming, is the use of this data, right? And AI, like eventually you have so much data, so much intelligence to help even, you know, further recommend content. Like, is that, is that a future? Yeah, well, let's direction? let's for this one. If, if at the very basic level, it was Jason Cohn one by one making recommendations or shows and movies manually in a system. Let's call that, you know, Stone Age, right. Stone Age. But that is how you started, right? <laughs> that could be, right? Like, I'm still actually got to go and make some recommendations. But there's that. An algorithm is a... Is, is AI is a very, very smart algorithm yeah, that definitely. learns off of itself. So we are already doing that. It's going to get smarter okay. and smarter and smarter. And so 100%, okay. we are now looking into, am I going to build an AI productivity tool from scratch? Probably not. But all the, frankly, tons of capital that's going in to build tools for other businesses to use, 
our recommendations will get better and better and better and start to capture other things. That the sky is the limit, yeah, really. especially with AI. And so I think right now, I think the stat is 50% of what we um, consume or the next show we watch comes from the recommendation of the streaming service. Mm-hmm. And the other 50% comes from friends. Now, if you watch this, oh, you should watch this. You'll like this. And I think there's a big opportunity for us to pull that together across your streaming services to make the experience for the consumer better. And if the experience for the consumer is better, the streaming service is going to be a lot more efficient, right? Because how much content are they making that so many people would like, but they don't yeah. find out about it? It's a waste. It's in their catalog. They just can't find eyeballs for it. They don't know how to get those eyeballs for it. Yeah. And so if we can match the right content with the right people, not only does that make it more efficient, that will reduce churn yeah. for the streaming service. And if we can do that, and now we're adding value to this customer, and now they're buying their streaming services through us, the broadband provider is now providing this free solution to their customers, solving their pain points, right. making them stickier. So you get the whole virtuous cycle. Thing. That goes back to the win, 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 win. Yeah, that's the idea. Very cool. So you can hear the background noise. They are very authentic and raw. This is a stream TV show here in Denver. And uh, we're having a lot of great conversations like this. And there's some great panels. Um, what have you learned from the stream TV show? Anything jump out at you this week? It's been, it's been great. I mean, so far, so I got in this morning, really. So I've, I've bought a few panels, had a bunch of meetings, which is always great. Great, great, great conference to network, right? And to meet people yeah. you've been talking to on Zoom for the last uh, six months, a year, two years. Uh, I think the OEM, I think that this conference has certainly moved more to fast, right? Fast, 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 fast. And I do think, frankly, right, some of these, the TV, there's this, I was in the CTV panel. And I think the industry needs to be a little bit careful about not choosing a limited amount of partners. I mean, you have David Zaslav, just to kind of bring this in, a couple of weeks ago at a conference, said that the ecosystem's a mess. Famously, yeah. The ecosystem's yeah. a mess. Either we need to do something about this or Megatech's going to do it to us. Our answer is like, there's a third option. It's called Minitech, right? I'm not, they have nothing to fear, so excuse me, about my bundle. The other big guys, you know, Fire TV, Google, Apple, got to work with them. But like, you really want to put all your eggs in that basket. I think what we're seeing here is the different pieces of the puzzle coming together. But I, again, the message I take away from this or that I would give to everybody is like, Partnership, open yeah. relationships, right? Yeah. This idea of you don't want to do anything too exclusively. Because if you do exclusives, you're leaving people out, not of the vendors. No one cares about the vendors right. here, for consumers, yeah. right? It needs to be about choice. It's the open marketplace that should be there. And so, and I, and I would agree with that trend, like this idea of the wall guard and exclusivity. Yeah, you're going to have those, you know, tent pole content, uh, you know, uh, sort of brands that you want to keep inside the wall. But for the most part, consumers just want to find it somewhere. And if there's multiple paths to monetize that, then so be it, right? I mean, would you agree and with that? that? I, I would agree with that. I think that I think the key is for the gatekeepers. Like if I, there's a like a, like the, the TV companies, the OEMs, right? Like they're gatekeepers, but it's a thirty dollar dongle to go around them. Which is why I'm so excited about this ecosystem. Because no matter what the TV guys do, if they exert try to if anybody tries to get too big for their riches, then there's ways around it, yeah. right? And it's not illegal. It's let me buy a Roku for 30 bucks or a Fire TV for 40 bucks or another dongle, right? These are very cheap. If, I, if Apple, if on my phone, Google Maps stopped working because Apple and Google got into a fight, am I going to go buy another phone? You know, I don't know. Google Maps works better than Apple Maps, right. maybe, right? But you can get but an if, app five minutes later. But, right? if, a, but like, if another, if one of my 10th, 15th app 
like disappears, like if if Expedia stopped working on my phone, I'm not going to go get another phone. I'll just use booking, right? right? So I think that there's an idea of like, what's the cost of transitioning to another device? I think having the dongle ecosystem is very, it's, it's an honest, it keeps everybody honest yeah. a little bit. And so I think that like as the TV OEMs more and more drive revenue from their own fast, the right business decisions to put people in their fast, not in an S-Model. And so the, the discovery engine, I actually think what's, I'm excited about it, but the TV as a discovery engine is only going to become worse, not because of technology, but because of the business, the rational business decisions. Um, if I watch a minute of my, of, of my own fast, I make money. If I watch, if I, if a person's watching a minute of an SVOD ad, I make zero. Right. And I'm the one who gets to push people, I being the TVO. Right. So I think, again, you control that real estate, you control where the apps are. Exactly. And so there's a very, and, and then if you're, again, I'm not, not to pick on anybody, but if you're Amazon, you've got Prime Video, right? And so you, do you want people to watch Prime Video or do you want to watch people all the other apps? And now I've got Freebie and I've got Freebie Originals and cool. So I think that, again, as a discovery mechanism, the demand for this third party by bundle or others, right? Multiple, big place. Many people could be right. in this. It's not right. a winner-take-all type market. And so there's a nice opportunity there. And so I think, again, meeting at this conference, the, I'm excited by the openness of people like to think like, hey, who can we work with? And how can we further our business? And, and how does this work? Um, so I think people are taking the right approach. There. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Um, congrats to all your success. I can't believe it's only been uh, a few short years. You've made a lot of, a lot of progress in the industry. Um, one of the things we like to do on these podcasts is sort of personalize some of the luminaries in the industry, get to know uh, a little bit about them. Is there a hobby, an interest, or something you can share with our audience? Yeah, again, fun fact, I moved down from New York to Florida about three or four months before COVID. Okay. I was never good at it, but I played golf when I could up in New York. Yeah. Since I've lived in Florida, I've played three rounds of golf. <laughs> so that was, I moved to Florida to be able to play You're not golf. doing it right. You asked me at the beginning, how was it jumping in? I, yeah. you know, I knew it was going to be busy. I was excited for busy, but you know, there's too much to do to go. There'll be time for golf is my attitude. But at my desk, I look out the window and I see 40 palm trees. <laughs> and so I don't get to enjoy the golf outside. I at least am a very happy Floridian. Um, and so, you know, playing, if I'm not working, I'm playing with my kids. I've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Oh, that's fun. They're the world. Um, and so, you know, it's been, it's been really great. Kind of, I got my six, my, my six year old daughter, my three year old son, and my three and a half year old company, my bundle. Yeah. And, you know, all your like, babies, all, right? babies. all your so, babies. That's so a good babies. answer. That's a great answer. Well, listen, Jason, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. Congrats on your success so far. And we'll expect uh, a lot of innovations. I do get 10% of that. One idea that we talked about. Okay, well, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back to you for more ideas. All right. That's that's right. I'll, I'll be your, I'll be your source of ideas. So, awesome. um, Thank you very time. much. This is Brian Mahoney from OTT Executive Podcast here from the Stream TV Show in Denver. Signing off, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks a lot.